You depart. You depart. Depart. See, uh, you depart <laughs> from the skyport after um, speaking with this individual um, and paying him. For, basically, he got protection money from you uh, <laughs> <laughs> to keep your ship safe from himself. Uh, <laughs> what is it that you would like to do in the city of Markov? He gave you kind of like a, a d direction in which you could be going to. I would say if I could find like a place where I could like where like a like an inn or a tavern slash inn, some place I can make sure I can touch base with after I'm done before I start before I begin my search for. Um, for he did give you a name of a place. Remember? I literally I literally scribbled it down. I can't I can't remember the handwriting at this point. Uh, How did I twisted, if I'm not saying it was a twisted fang. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewrite that and say that's what it is. Yes. And he, 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 he said it's a good place to go for a drink if you're looking for a drink of the not uh, crimson variety. Then that is where I'm going to head. Okay. You head to the Twisted Fang. Um, you see a remarkable amount of vampire walking the street nonchalantly. And occasionally as you're walking past, some of them reach into their pockets, twist off a top of a lid, and drink from what looks like a flask, twist the lid back, and put it back in. You enter the establishment, and inside... The Twisted Fang, you see what looks like a, uh, a large population of humans enjoying a variety of different ales. There's music going on. Nothing as raucous as the Iron Griffin. And standing behind the bar looks like a vampire of sorts. And there are Dampir here, which you know are half-breeds. Right. Um, as well as some, you know, humans enjoying ale and or meals of pub variety. Oh. All right. Just, uh... For my usual, just to kind of slowly make my way to the bar and just to see if I can flag down the bartender. He notices you, gives you a nod, and walks over. How may I help you? Hello. I was actually looking to uh, maybe inquire about a drink, um, see if there's any information I can gather afterwards if possible. This isn't a place you want to ask too many questions, but sure thing. What is it that you would like to drink? What's your strongest ale? I'd recommend spirits over ale. Ale, weak. Tastes like water. No, we can't have that. But if that is your taste, I'm not one to judge. Uh, nah. What, kind of, what, what, what sorts of spirits do you have? Mm. Well, we have a very nice Eldekin wine. It's called this Gilded Tongue. It's made by a vineyard in Suladar. We get it imported here. It's a little pricey. But we also have some fine Kiasi bourbon. Oh, you see, you'll see Darn's eyes in the same way. And same way, Alexander's eyes kind of widen slightly, trying to hide it. It'll like, darn, will do the same. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, this one's called the Aetherian Touch. That's the name of the bourbon. It has a touch of Aetherian in it. Uh, you aren't related in any way to Aetherium, Aetherians? Uh, not at all. Okay, then I've done my disclaimer. This is poisonous to them. They consume it all, Aetherian, they die in mass quantities. To you, it shouldn't hurt you. Thank you. Yes, just doing my job to cover my ass. Anyway, we also have several gins, tequila. I think I'll stick with the Ethereum touch for now. Mm, okay. Would you like it in a glass neat on the rocks, or would you like a shot of it? A couple shots? Oh, neat if possible. Coming right up. You see he reaches for a bottle, and you see inside the bottle, 
You see like these weird, strange, purpley wisps like dancing in the bottle. And he pops it open, pours it into a glass, two fingers, slides it over to you. There's your Athenian touch. That'll be, <sighs> that'll be a gold. Yeah, I'll put down three. Oh, big spender. Oh, uh, well, I'm also, I'm also looking to hope to hope to find some information if possible as well. If you're looking for a place to stay, I cannot recommend anything else other than the Eclipse Lunar. I don't, just not, not looking for a place to stay, rather. Or I'm actually more interested in, there's a person here that I need, that I'm in need of assistance. I may or may not know this person. And again, same thing like how I did in, I did in Belrose, just. Just, very, just say it loud enough for them to hear, but hopefully no one else is going to be listening in for Sanper. Why would you want to know about that she-devil? Uh, well, she's one of the only... She's a, a person that's aided a friend of mine in the past, and she may be the only one who can do so again. Why? Did she lose a bet? Uh, I can't say that she has, but uh, it's a person that she had a vested interest in, in previously. But I take it by the tone that she's... Not a person. She's not your favorite person, perhaps? <laughs> She's not the favorite person of many people here. She causes more problems than she uh, solves, if you catch my drift. I really don't. Everyone who's referred to me here seems to be talking about her in, well, not in a glowing term, but more of a, more, some, some form of reverence. <laughs> well, then it might have been a long time ago that they met her, because if it's, uh, you said, uh, Per is the last name? Yes. Well, the only part that I know, she's a great a bitch. Uh, pardon the language if you're the sensitive type that doesn't like people being described by such vulgarity, but that's the best way I can summarize her um, desp deposition, deposition, as the word is. Ah, uh, no, not it, not it. No need to apologize. Uh, as you can see, I have a bit. Of, I have some thick skin. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I can tell. If you're looking for her, she stays at the place called the Young Bloods. The Young Bloods. Yes, the Young Bloods. It's a uh, not quite as nice as the Eclipse Lunar, but it's still a decent place. And if you shell out a bit of gold, a little overpriced in my opinion, you should be able to uh, find a nice room. Nice room, huh? That'd be good to know. But and Don will lift up the glass and take a shot of it. Uh, thank you again, sir. I appreciate you. Wait, what is your? I, I, I'm so. I mean, so I've been so rude today. What is your name? My name is Edward. Hi, right, Edward. And I just, I like to, to some fine assistance from a fine bartender, and I'll just like take a drink of the drink. You see, he pours himself a drink as well and downs it. Ugh. Thank you for the drink. It's a long way here. And I'll just like, I'll just, just, just down it. There's a slight burn at first that's followed by this strange pop rock like sensation going down your throat and into your belly unusual but i like it anything else you're looking for any other unsavory individuals shot in the dark uh pone who well, I, that's what i thought no need to worry about that one i may stop by again for another drink please do bring the gold and i'll supply the drink excellent i'll just make i'll just make start making my way to the young bloods you depart and you find the young bloods easy enough. You can't help but get the sensation that you are being followed, if that makes sense. It's not, you don't see anyone following you, but you have that sixth sense, like, I feel like there are eyes on me. Hmm. But you don't see anyone, like, nothing looks out of place. This main busy thoroughfare, it looks like a uh, late morning, early afternoon. Okay. Just uh, do a quick uh, glance around. 
just trying to be nonchalant, but trying to make sure that if I see anyone looking a little too intently, anyone's a little too invested in where, uh, where I'm going. Give me another perception roll. Or what is your passive, by the way? The pass, my passive is 14. Okay, yeah, yeah, give me a perception roll. Uh, in, in perception is 9 plus 4, 13. You don't see anyone that seems to be looking at you. There are a couple of individuals that stand out based off of the clothes they're wearing. Um, one individual looks like he's wearing complete black garb with like silver chest armor as well as like armor that kind of covers like his his shins and like his his elbows and his wrists. Um, there's another individual that looks like they're wearing like a uh, like a very uh, very I guess I could say wealthy I guess if you can assume compared to or like noble esque looking attire um, compared to the rest of the citizenry of this neighborhood. So, but those are the only two individuals that really stand out to you. Uh, but it doesn't look like they're they're paying much mind to you or any mind to you whatsoever, um, any more than anyone else. From what you can tell. Okay. All right. So I guess whoever's whoever's looking around, I can't spot them. But I'll speak. I'll speak careful as I go into. I'll go into this establishment. Right now. And you enter the Young Bloods. The Young Bloods um, is a inn of sorts. Uh, hello. He looks up at you unenthusiastically. Welcome to the Young Bloods. How may I help you? <clears throat> well, first things first, I was told that this is a place where I could uh, find some lodging. It is. How much are you willing to spend? Um, I imagine I'll be here for a few nights. Uh, how much? How much is a, How much is a room going for? Uh, basic room. You're looking at two gold. And if I needed something not so basic? Uh, describe non-basic. Uh, I've been I've been told that the young bloods may have some uh, finer amenities if you ask for it. Mm, we do. We provide uh, certain services of the flesh. If you catch my drift, uh, without those services, you're looking at five golden nights for our best rooms. Hmm. Well, I'm not. I won't be in need of any uh, any uh, pleasures of the flesh. But uh, I could be. I could do some finer finer amenities if need be. That is five gold. It'll be on the top floor, should you uh, be interested. Uh, Crimson Suite 2. And he drops the, the key. And you see the key, the little fob on the uh, attached to the key, is of what looks like a droplet of what you can assume is blood. And secondly, I've been told that someone that someone's uh, kind of frequents the area, and I'm in need of their assistance. Um, uh, a, bit of, a, bit of the, a bit of a surly type. Oh, the bitch in the first Crimson Suite. You're looking for that purr? Yes, I see her reputation precedes her. If her gold wasn't so, uh, ever flowing, I'd kick her out a long time ago. I'd ask how much it would cost to, to attempt to make an introduction. Nothing. Something... Nothing. If it means her getting out of my hair, I would pay you gladly. Well, if all goes to plan, she may need to leave with me. Oh, well then. Let me not uh, delay your business, good sir. What is your name? Uh, my name is Darnum. Darnum Han. Okay, Mr. Han. Please, uh, she's on the, f the top floor. She's in the room next to yours. Crimson sweet one. I don't recall seeing her leaving any time recently. So uh, she may still be there. If not, you might have to wait till she comes back. <sighs> Fair enough. Let me make more upstairs. And hopefully, this, uh, hopefully I won't be, be making... I'll, I'll be out of here fairly quickly, and um, I'll just take, take the five gold and... Cons I'll... Consider the, the if you get her out of my hair, consider your room free for the next couple nights. 
Oh, in that case. Yes, please. I'll do my best. And he looks at you like straight dead eyed. Get her out. Will do. Thank you. Now this is <laughs> 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 equal parts excited but also concerned. It's like I don't know what she did. They really want her out of here. Like <laughs> Just... you're getting conflicting reports. Like some people are like, oh man, she's a great hero of legend. She's like fantastic. And then all of a sudden you're meeting these people here, like, she's a bitch. Get her out now, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I would give you all the money in my pocket right now. That means she doesn't I don't have to spend another day with this woman. Please. <laughs> exactly. So please so believe. Different strokes for different folks, maybe? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'll just, just make my way to the top floor. Um, I don't know if Squadcast cut out or not. Did you ask him for his name? You know what? I think I forgot. Okay. I just want to know. I just want to make sure it wasn't like a, a Demir incident. <clears throat> oh, no. Okay. I, I, feel like, I, I feel like at this point, Vashon generally forgot to ask his name. Okay. No problem. <laughs> because of how desperate he, he is to get this woman. This one for Yeah. Uh... <laughs> You, you you get to the top floor and it's similar to what happened when you were in the um the briar rose you can clearly tell that the rooms are separated from one another uh based off of the quality yeah i'll go to i'll go to my room first drop off my things i don't look like i just came here packed to be like <sighs> and this way that no, i'll just drop my, like go to my room drop my things off and you go to your room and it's a similar sight to what you saw in the briar rose only the difference was uh, only difference is the room it doesn't have a, a bed that like ascends. It it's a regular large king size bed with what has like a canopy awning to it, and there's no sort of like hot tub jacuzzi combo in there. But however, there seems to be what looks like a almost like a a miniature dining room if that makes sense, oh. like an area dedicated to eating. And on this table where there's this room dedicated to eating, you notice that there's a placard with a menu with distinct items on it. Oh, intriguing. Mm -hmm. And how much of these are blood-related? Uh, they're not, actually. You notice that one of the items on the menu is like a borscht. Uh, another is a uh, bangers and mash. If you're looking at, like, breakfast in particular, you see, like, a uh, variety of different ways of serving your eggs, along with, I guess, the equivalent of this world's version of, like, andouille sausage with uh, French toast, or what can Ooh. be considered French toast. Okay, fair enough. He'll make some mental notes on what he could possibly order for, for dinner or breakfast for himself. But then he's going to... Currently past the breakfast, you're up to the lunch phase, I would say. Oh. Yeah. All right, though. Don't have to worry about that. But once he's got a good look at the menu, he's going to just kind of set it down and just mm -hmm. make his way to suite number one and just knock on the door. Just give him a quick... Like a, like a, like a play tap. Just one, two, three. Let me see what the dice say. Nice like you tonight. Um, <laughs> a shotgun blast erupts from the other side of the door. I, uh, I rolled a 94. So, um, oh, no, you can ask Tendulka Daddy what, like, what, what that reference is. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little worried now. Um, <laughs> and so you knock on the door, and there's, there's a moment where there's nothing, and then you hear the door unlock, and standing before you is... What you can assume is an Eldigan woman. You notice the vampiric features instantly, but she is ripped. Can I help you? Uh, yes. Uh, my name is Darnum, first, first off. Um, I was uh, in search of your assistance. You were referred to me by a number of people. Is that so? And what's, what exactly is my name? Sunper. Her eyes widen. And who recommended you to me? Chronologically, there was uh, Johannes. Um, Elaine? Uh, 
Yes. And she kind of she kind of puts on a little smile. What did he say? Well, what I told him, I was in search of a in search of someone that was associated with Ankar Ankar Siegebreaker. He he pointed out that you were currently here. I don't know an Ankar Siegebreaker. I know an Ankar Peacemaker. You know what? That's right. I've done it. Yeah, he's been around a while. He's gone through a bit of a name change. He's still alive. And he hits as hard as ever. Good on him. Good on him. But um, he's still with that that uh, that Kiyasi girl, Iona. DM is he still with that Kiyasi girl? You, Iona? you would know that. Yeah, that's his wife. Iona's his wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, he is. Oh. Any kids? He always wanted a. He always wanted a girl. Ah, uh, so here's a bit of disappointment on that one. He's got. He's got. He's got the kids. Yeah. Not, uh, not a girl though. Oh, he's got a little boy. Interesting. What well, if he's like his dear old dad? Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's up for debate. <laughs> okay. And how do you know Ankar? Oh, uh, well, he's a friend of mine. That's uh... fun. Fun once. Ah, he's still standing. Oh yeah, there's only there's only one other person who knows that story ends. Uh, uh, I, I, I feel like it that way. I fought Ankar once, and you see she she lifts up her pant leg, and you see what looks like this nasty look in her scar. Where her knee is. Oh, I haven't seen one of those in. Let me see. No, no, no. He, no, he bounced back in that one. I would say better part of maybe like fifteen years. I haven't seen one of those in quite some time. Ah, oh, yeah, that's Ankar for you. It was a fun fight. I got a few hits in. You know, knock some teeth. Huh. Well, if you're looking to start knocking some teeth, <laughs> I might have some she, information. That she cracks her neck and her knuckles. You see her. It sounds like a cement mixer when she does it. Oh, oh no no not 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 me per se not at least not at the moment. No, I wouldn't uh, want to ruin those looks of yours. And despite her being smaller than you, she like flicks up your chin. <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, if you if you would like, I can we can either discuss this privately or at like at a bar of your choice because there's been some developments as of like that uh, would that I've come to seek the assistance of. Well, if not a champion, but a cha one who has the experience of a champion. Have you come in? We can have a little chit chat. Sure. Yes. And you see, just—he's still trying to do the awkward, like, haha, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Don't worry, I don't sure. bite. Yeah, you. From what I've been told, you wouldn't want to. Ha 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 ha. And I just walk in. And she, she goes, "You're not wrong." And she closes the door behind you. Here, make make yourself comfortable. She points to the same exact like uh, dining room furniture that's in the same area that is in your room as well. Well, yeah, I'll just take a yeah, I'll just sit down, just take a quick glance at it. Just... Where there were no blood-oriented items on your menu, there are blood-oriented items on her menu. Well, it makes sense. So, what's this business that Ankar has you coming finding little old me? Well, to be completely honest, Ankar doesn't know I'm actually here. Uh, this is, he's already off heading to, heading off in search of, okay, to make a, to make a long story short, a being that you two both encountered has made their way back to the land of Loria by the name of Calgrim. You're fucking with me, right, kid? Mm, no, I've, I've stood, I've stood in his presence and by the grace of whatever he wished to worship, he decided to let me live. Calgrim only lets, uh, well, even if I believe what you're saying, Calgrim only lets you live because he didn't view you as a threat. That bastard's arrogant. Lost some good people that day. Fortunately, no champions. But you sure it was Calgrim? Because 
we we put him away and we made sure to put him away you put him away but uh didn't seal the scars didn't have a breaker on hand and we were trying to find one when we when we stumbled upon him instead you wouldn't happen to be the one who freed him would you and she looks at you a unenthusiastic look in her eyes in the technical sense no in the non-technical sense i happen to be in the room when it happened who freed him uh well one of our compatriots did if it makes you feel better he died oh it makes me feel a lot better the only sad part is i'm not gonna be able to snap that fucker's neck so you're telling me one of your friends freed calgram undoing the work that annie and i did and now you're looking for me to come out of retirement to risk my own skin to fix your mess all your friends mess well when you put it that way it sounds terrible but uh, facts be the facts true true can't can't fault those but i was there and it's my responsibility to try i can't undo it i can't take it back the best i can do now is make sure that whatever he has planned doesn't come to fruition We've we've done some we've done some work on that already. We've we've uh, dispatched enough like a uh, I would say most of the army he's already acquired. And how'd you do that? We kind of sent one of his his main lieutenant and well I would say maybe two thirds of his army into a bevelo, never to return. Uh, who who was the the, the head honcho? Zizix, if you're familiar with the name. Oh, I am intimate with that name. You met Zizix and you're still alive. Oh yes. <laughs> You must have caught him on a good day, or you must have done him right by some way or another. Because that man, or that thing, I should say, he'd kill you just for thinking about him in the wrong way. It's like he knew instantly. Well, his brother was with us at the time, I feel. Maybe maybe it's a familial thing that he decided to part on, not good terms, just on less on terms where there's far less bloodshed. Well, I didn't even know Zizix had a brother, to be honest. Well, we finally did find a breaker, but... uh. It was uh, well after the fact. Oh, better late than never, I suppose. But uh, yeah, we took care of that. We know of his pl- we know, we know of his plan to try and raise his lieutenants, which we put a big we put a big uh, debt in that plan as well. Good on you. But um, we're currently at four champions right now, and I feel like I'm, honestly this is a all hands on deck situation, and so I, I took it upon myself to try and find as many champions as possible and see if we can. You know, just, you know, put, keep the odds in our favor. So what, you're looking for me to come out of retirement to help you fix a mess that one of your compatriots uh, made? Well, from the way it was, from the way Johannes described, there's a reason why you're a former and not current. Yeah. It's, not, it's not my place to make sure to make you come out of retirement, but whatever <sighs> assistance or guidance you can provide would be a, a great help. I did my time. I put Calgram away. I got my wish. And... Happily so. I think it's the best decision ever made. I don't see a whole lot of reason why I should be coming out of retirement to help you or your friends. Seems like they're a mess. True, but um, I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't appeal to some sort of civic duty. You've done far more than you've done far more than most of us can even imagine. Uh, what is it that you would want? I got my wish already. I had Vulcan take away that. Uh, oh, not Vulcan, Gracchus. Take away that thirst. I have no desire to drink blood. I have no necessity to drink blood, but I get all the perks of being a vampire. As the oh. term is. Yeah. I spent my wish wisely. All the strengths, none of the weaknesses, I suppose. Yep. Huh. 
And you spend your time now just, just, I guess, just living, I guess. Yeah, when you have eternity to do so. You got a lot of time on your hands. Hmm. This is uh, a bit of a pick. I didn't think this conversation would go this way. Are you saying that out loud, or is that is that uh, Vishon? Like I feel like no, Darm, I feel like Darm was saying that thing. He's, he's saying it quieter than he is. Okay. It's like oh, I didn't think this conversation would go this way, huh? Uh, How did you think this conversation was gonna go? Equal parts. So, uh, a you wouldn't have been here, and I would be cert. I'd be searching the. I'd be searching a different plane of existence altogether. Also, I'm, I'm from Loria natively, and this is my first attempt to travel a- anywhere. And, um, it's been, it's been, it's been a, it's been a learning experience. So I'll say the least. Hmm. First time to Zenosha, yeah. Is that wonderlust that you get at first? Then once everything settles and you start seeing each nation for what it is and the different, we'll say, cultures within each one. It's not too different from other places. The really weird places, though. Those are some other realms. There's this place called Ormagodon. Absolutely insane. I hear there's a... Yeah, I heard there's a champion that may be there. Really? Who? Oh. It would have been... Has it been? Who was it? Who was it? Ormagodon. Or was that, it didn't start the capital down, and that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, no, Ormagodon is uh, one of the realms. If I'm not mistaken, that was uh, Waysora, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Or, yes, for the champion of Thontis, yes. Yeah, Waysora, yeah. So, do you say that to her? Yes, yeah, so for Revelor Waysora, last known in Sinara. Does that name sound familiar to you, or? Oh, I know, I know, I know, Waysora. I need to check my notes to make sure I have the correct sex of Waysora. Bear with me one moment as I look through my notes. I need to organize these notes a lot. I think we saw it is a he, but I want to make sure. Actually, you know where it would be? It would be on the Eternal Champions lore page. Uh, let me double check. Uh, no, Waysora is actually a male. Uh, Eldekin male. Yeah, right. Yeah, that seems like a place where Sora would be. He uh, was always into that type of scene. He hooked up with a shaper. Uh, I don't mean in that that fashion. I mean like he he became friends with the shaper, and the shaper brought him there, and Waysora made it his uh, his prerogative to stay there once everything was said and done. I'm not sure what he wished for, but couldn't have been too bad. Hmm. 
this. Hmm. It's good to well, so I well, it's good to know that he's actually there. But I know there's another champion that will be here. Well, I don't know if they're currently or if you know Pwn. <laughs> yeah, I know Pwn. That that <laughs> he was always the the funny one of the group, cracking jokes here and there. Um. I think it was his way of coping with the situation, to be honest. Uh, where was he? Last I checked, he was in Aethris, but not sure if he's still there. Have you spoken with them recently? No. That's... Oh, man. Last time I saw Pone was pretty much right before we all parted ways and went about our lives. Yeah. Last time we got to see... Uh, Rova, I believe. Ashhelm. Shame what happened to her. Uh, if I may ask, exactly what happened? She died before she could, um, before she could use her wish. Oh. Yeah, she, uh, she couldn't decide on what she wanted, so she went home first, thinking she'd be able to find it. Went over to Hindheim, and uh, she died when the uh, during the human uprising. Oh, that's a... The shame about it all was she was kind of negotiating peace between the two. Hang on. Mm-hmm. He's gonna reach like he's gonna reach into his pack in his pack and pull out the, the small cask he has of rock, rock gut. Okay. And just pull two, just two cups. Hang on one second. Let me just. Oh God, she's gonna have to do a con save. Because <laughs> I this this uh, the conversation turned a bit more dour than I was expecting. It's, it's not always pretty. <laughs> just pour one for me, and then I'll pour a second one. If you would like to partake. What is that? Are you familiar with Grot Gut? Uh, <laughs> oh, I've heard of it. I haven't actually had any, but I've heard of it. Well, then today is your quote-unquote lucky day. All right. Let's uh, pour away, Mr. Uh, Barkeep. And I'll just pour a cup and I'll pour another cup. And she, just, uh, she cheers yours without even you raising it, and she downs it. No, I wouldn't. Too late. <laughs> She rolled a 16. What's your DC save? Uh, what is the DC save? Let me go back over here. Did I ever write that down? Uh, we'll make What's it that? your DC save just for the sake of brevity. Whatever your uh, save is for, like, stunning strike or something like that. All right. So for the, st the CC for the stunning strike is a DC 16. Oh, she just made it. <laughs> so she downs this the, the rock gut, and you see a look on her face, which you've seen before countless times. It's the first. It's like the look that Oberon had when he downed it, and he failed his save. And she goes, "Yeah." And you see it rise up, and then she swallows it back down. That was unpleasant. But see, I, I, I but good. I, I just, I, I try to warn people to make sure they take a sip first, and then just. It's like stepping into a, it's like stepping into a into a hot bath. You gotta acclimate yourself first, then. You don't just jump right in. 
to this day. So, Mr. Um, what's your name again? Darnum. Darnum Han. So, Mr. Darnum Han, are you a champion? I keep getting that question, but I'm, I'm not. Are you wearing unwasted potential currently? Uh, yeah, because it's, it's just like the like the knuckles and the hand wraps, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Could be because you're wearing Aotus's weapon. Wait, what? Yeah, that that's that's Aotus's weapon. I've seen that countless times. Own wore them. Hmm. Um. Something. Something. Potential. It's, it's unwasted potential. Yeah, that's it. Weird, because I got this from Ankar's brother. Rock, he's thanks. still around. Oh yeah, yeah, he's like my my my, my friends and I. We we tend to go to him pretty often for yes, whatever. So Surprise that that adventurous little skank is still breathing. <laughs> oh yeah, doing quite well. Got a nice shop over in Kingsport. Oh, happy to hear that. That I always like Brock. Like I said, his curiosity, back in the day at least, used to get the better of him. I can tell you, I can't even tell you how many times. I just don't have enough fingers on my hands and my toes. Tell you how many times we had to pull him out from the fire. Hmm. Is Do you know of any reason why Cone would give these up then, if this is if it, it belonged to them? Uh, they were given to us to deal with Calgrim. Everything was said and done. Pone went its way, their way. I'm not sure really what to refer to Pone. Aetherians don't necessarily have a sex, you know. Kind of missing out if you catch my drift. Do, do you know what they wished for? I don't, actually. I mean, all the wishes were pretty private. Met with each respective aspect, made their wish, and then that was it. Some of us saw each other from time to time, and others went their own separate way. Yeah. From the sounds of it, take it you you chose the latter. Yeah, I. Uh, I think once everything was said and done, I, I I pretty much didn't want to see anyone again. It was pretty harrowing, you know, dealing with a being like that. It and do having to do things that. Uh, one otherwise wouldn't have done by themselves. Well, that I, I can, I can certainly, I can certainly tell you how that feels. Before all this started, I was just a, I was a guy who was just, who was just fixing broken noses and and just wrapping his changing bandages at a, at a seedy tavern. Just you know, someone comes in after a fight or someone wants to start a fight, you just you you patch them up and you move on. And I bet. You're kind of wishing you never met Ankar at this moment. That he never asked you to go with this group of people, right? Am I, am I close? It's weird. It was. It was a bit like that. Just not so much that I wouldn't. It's not so much that I wouldn't have done it. It's that he felt he needed to trick me into doing so. And I can tell you right now, Ankar doesn't trick people. He's the most honest person probably in all the Nine Realms. If he knows something, he'll tell you. If he doesn't, well then, you're in the dark as much as he is. 
well, the Calgrim part, that's a that's definitely on that's definitely on on, on on my me and my team. But he knew we were but he knew we were dealing with someone who wanted who wanted Calgrim's power. And he let he left that out. Did he now? I don't I'm not sure I'm not sure why he didn't say anything. And when I found out I wasn't in quite the right uh, temperament to uh ask him politely. Next time you see him, ask him. I was hoping to do so before I left, but yeah. yeah. These are these are troubling times and we all have our part to play. Well what was he doing? That was so that drew him away was, from you. He was going home. Really? Yes. <laughs> he hates that place. That's interesting. Man, the world really has changed. Well, yeah, no, he certainly... Uh, when I, I, I had actually gone there first, and that's how I found out that the Siege Breaker was the Peacemaker. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who Siege Breaker is. I just know Ankar Peacemaker. He was always the one in our group looking to address every problem without combat because he knew that if combat was involved he wasn't going to end until whoever did instigate that fight was dead oh hmm that both sounds a lot like and nothing like the anchor i know next time you see him tell him i said hi you know if anything, why don't you tell him yourself? Persuasion roll. Go. Uh, you, you, hold on. Let me say this. Trust me, the DC is not that high. I rolled a D100 to see how this was going. It doesn't have to be that high. So, I'm talking single digits. <laughs> and 18 minus one, oh, 17. You're fine. Um, yeah, just maybe. Uh, whereabouts uh, is he staying? Well, he's still well. He's he's li he's still living in Kingsport. I don't know if that was something you were aware of before. No, but... Kingsport. <laughs> he hates the city. Jeez, times really do. So if, I, so if I told you he had a mansion, you would you would find that completely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, a little bit. He was always the type to uh, go out into the wild and become one with nature and you know live off the land as opposed to yeah this is that is that is not the uh the, the anchor i'm aware of you know what because i have a because hmm. uh, quick question how far away is atris from here um are you asking her or are you asking the dm sorry <laughs> no, no, I'm, no i'm asking her atris um if you're looking to fly Probably a couple hours if you're looking by foot. Several days if you're looking by some sort of caravan. A couple days. Uh, well, the the flight is no problem for me, but I'm gonna see if I can try and track down home. But I do, but but I do have a, I do have a ship, the Heavy Torrent. These they were they were meant to pick me up in a few days in a few days time from here. Yeah, you have about you you always... have about two days because. Uh, he dropped you off on the second day. You spent a day learning how to fly, essentially. And now you're proficient with air vehicles, by the way. 
Um, I forgot to tell you that, but yeah, you're proficient with air vehicles now because you successfully managed this one flight. Um, so you have about a couple more days until you're supposed to meet him in the capital city, which is Markov, which is where you are currently. So you do have a couple days, technically speaking. So the heavy torrent, um, if you would like, you can, because I'm going to be heading back to Kingsport via them. I know the captain. He's he's a good friend of mine. But get get your room on get your room on the torrent. Get you to Kingsport. Show you how Ankar has been living as of late, and you can all have a big laugh. And it's like remember that time, such and such, and ha ha ha! I can't believe you're living here now. And oh man, your 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 little boy is grown up, and all those things that you d- wouldn't believe he was he would be doing right now. And yeah, the, the, that that stuff. I suppose. Eh, wouldn't mind seeing Annie again. It's been a while. You see, you, you, I was, <laughs> once you just hear, you hear Don just like, like choke back to chuckle. Like, <laughs> you, you know that there are only two people who, or one person who ever calls him Annie and can get away with it, and it's his brother. So the fact right? that she's saying it kind of said something. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to. I don't mean to chuckle. But there's only one person that actually that actually calls me and gets away with it. Well, that's because I'm not afraid of tussling with Ankar, and Ankar respects those who tussle with him. Oh. Huh. Good to know. Yeah. I'll go with you. You said in a few days. Yep. Yeah, about two days time. All right. Coming back here. Uh, yep, meeting at the Skyport. And you said the name of the ship's the Heavy what? The Heavy Torrent. The heavy Torrent. Uh, name of the captain? You're looking for Captain Mars. Okay, Captain Mars. Um, drop your name, Darnum, was it? Oh, yes. Let them know Darnum sent you. If I'm not there with you, because I know my luck sometimes, just let them know Darnum sent you. Okay. Consider it done, Mr. Darnum. And she puts out a hand. And I'll just reach out. She grips. Give it like, she grips your hand tight. Are you gonna respond back or? Oh yeah, just, this, this is gonna be straight up predator at this point. Just uh, yep. it'll be, it'll be, <laughs> and then we'll just hold it and flex until one of us. Like it'll be legit until one of us has to, has to like say uncle first. They she 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 shakes your arm and just it's not out of like saying uncle. It's more like she doesn't want to waste any time, so she just lets go. All right. I pre I appreciate letting me win. I'll see you in a couple days' time then. All right. Now, if you don't mind, uh, unless you're engaging into uh, looking to engage in imbibing on some of the more uh, crimson beverages, I think you might want to depart. Look, you see, you see, Darn tap his his his, his canines. Uh, nope, not really. No. <laughs> okay, and she takes out a flask and she unscrews it, and you know that she doesn't have to dr- drink the blood. But she still pours it into a glass and then downs it a little and then screws the cap back on and pockets it. Yeah, all right. Hmm. Just, uh, just, I'll make my way out. I'm going to, I'm going to grab my things Mm -hmm. and just head downstairs. Oh, Oh, hello. Hi. Uh, 
Hello there. Alright, just so you know, uh, uh, our guest and sweet one will be leaving with me in two days' time. Is that so? Yes. You promise? Uh, I can't say scouts on it, that's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hold the three fingers up, though. On my honor. Alright, she's not gone in two days' time. I'm looking for you to pay not only my your fee, but her fee too. Okay. That's tough but fair. Okay. Take care, Mr. Dunham. And you as well, sir. Uh, and he just your name is to... Zoltan. Zoltan Quinn. Mr. Quinn, thank you. Also, I am so sorry. That was so rude of me. And he just bolts out. Strange, strange lad. Okay. <laughs> And, just and so you head over. Where are you heading to? I'm gonna be running to the Skyport. Okay. Just... <laughs> <laughs> You're running to Skyport takes you about an hour or so to get there, uh, from where you are. Um, you get to the Skyport and you see Alexander is still working there. Um, I'd say right now it's about still early afternoon, one o'clock. I guess the one o'clock, one o'clock, uh, one o'clock uh, equivalent. Um, oh, you're back. That was awfully quick. Uh, yes. Uh, evidently, I have another stop to make first. But I will return in hopefully a day's time. I mean, I may or may not have space in the Skyport by that time for a little uh, donation. Maybe I can <laughs> keep a spot. I can't even say it with fucking straight face. <laughs> I'm gonna insight check this. <laughs> Go ahead. You already know he's trying to extort you. I'm sorry. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> oh, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> he seems on the level. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Like I, I can assume Darnum would know that he's like extort. I, I, I'm. It's up to you. Up to you to decide. Like I know. I know. I know. Because I feel like it's less that he. I know he's extorting yeah. me versus how much. How much is he gonna try and build me for? <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. You see Darwin is like, God. Let's take another ten. Four, another ten gold. For a couple of gold, I can keep a spot open for you. <laughs> Here you go, sir. Uh, your donation is greatly accepted. <laughs> Sorry. And you go off to your skyship. And you begin the procedure of taking off. You go down, you taxi down the runway, and meow, and you're going. Uh, you don't have to roll anything. You successfully completed your travel the first time. Uh, now you're proficient enough. And you travel to what you assume is Aetheris. Uh, Aetheris. Um, well, the capital C for Aetheris is... Thresh. Thresh, correct. Thresh. Um, uh, are you heading to the capital city or are you looking for something else? Oh, no, I'll be heading to, wait, is it, wait, I'll say, I'll start, I'm going to head to the capital, start in the capital city. Okay. As I think that's the only place that I know. Okay. You head to the, <gasps> uh, you head to the capital city of Resh of, uh, the Aetherist nation. Um, you land there easily at a skyport similar to um, the one in Markov. And <clears throat> down there is an individual, a Aetherian individual. 
and they greet you uh, upon exiting. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Uh, yes. Um, hello. I'm looking to uh, dock here for perhaps a day or so. That will be a donate. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How did you follow me here? <laughs> you see, he takes off the mask. <laughs> I can't escape. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> Um, yes, you're more than welcome to. Uh, while here, we will make sure that your vehicle is, um, unmolested. Thank you. Is there a, a price to pay to make sure that doesn't happen? No. No, no need for it. The costs are already covered for by, uh, tithes collected. Oh. oh, that is a lo that is a load off my mind. Thank you. Why are there other skyports in which you were required to? It's it's been um, it's been it's been a day. Oh, well, that's quite unfortunate. Uh, please make sure to report any sort of illegal activity of such to uh, your local skyport union. They should be able to handle those situations. Um. All Skyports are, oh, attendees of the Skyport are not allowed to accept any sort of bribe of any kind. Oh, that's good to know. But anyway, um, I don't know if, um, if I give a, if I were able to give, if I were to give you a name, you'd have an idea of where I could start, where I can make find someone. This is a big city. Maybe. So an Ethereum like yourself goes by the name of Pone. Pone. Do you have a description? What color are they? And just go on with giving the description. And then, and because it's also there, and may have arrived not too long, but then that one. And then there's your there's your description. Look, these attendees at the Skyport know everything. Well, they, they they know a lot because they they are the first contact for a lot of people, so they meet a right. lot of people. It's almost like a bartender in a way. Everyone knows that Skype that's that Skyport attendants are the are the bartenders Dude, of the Sky. D one hundred love you ninety four again. That's like the third time. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Um, no one that I know recently fits that description, but uh, someone fitting that description did come a while back. And, you know, in Aetherian, we, we tend to know one another. There's a resonance about each one that is unique. Uh, this individual... You can find them over in the, um, let me see, ah, what was their business here? They said that they were here vacationing. Um, Pone, was it, you said? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. You know what, I can't actually quite recall where... 
where they, they were going. They, they seem to be in a, a bit of a rush, though. If you want, head down there. You're going to want to look for a place. It's a, uh, <clears throat> a little hole in the wall. It's known as the Coveted End. The Coveted End. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Just, Sorry about the lapse in memory. Uh, you meet so many faces, and Aetherians, they, they, they don't have faces, per se. Hmm. And you could clearly see that. Like, he doesn't have a face. Like, he has eyes, and, like, you hear speech, but you don't see an actual mouth. Hmm. He, and this... Darn, you healed me, Jenny, and had, like, five gold. Like, thank you. Oh. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. And Darn's gonna just head off in a direction and just start searching for the coveted end. Give me an investigation roll. <clears throat> this is all gonna backfire starting right now. <laughs> you find the end's covetedness now. I'm just <laughs> oh no. It's even worse than that now. Uh eleven plus six, seventeen. Oh, that's not bad. Um Yeah, you, you find the establishment known as the coveted end. It looks like a combination of inn slash tavern. Um, and very similar to Valru, you see electricity flowing through these streets. Hmm. Uh, just out of curiosity, did you ask how the power was generated? Because uh, Squadcast was acting funny earlier. Did you ask that or no? Oh, I'll be honest. I can't even remember now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like the, I feel like the comment I made was more like, "How is this? How is this happening in this like in this particular area?" Did you add, would would Darno have asked that? I feel like he probably. I feel like he would have, okay. but I don't remember by now. Um, we'll say because Squadcast has been acting weird all night. Uh, we'll say that Darnum did, and at least when it comes to Valru, their energy is generated geothermally. Gotcha. Yes. Um, that may not be the case necessarily for everywhere else, but Valru. Uh, particularly glands and Joel, their energy is generated geothermally. Gotcha. Um, you find yourself at the coveted end. What would you like to do? All right, we'll just take a get a get a good lay of the land and just pop a squat at the bar. Okay, you enter the bar. Inside are a not too many different races. You see what looks like uh, Kiasi. You see Aetherian, and you see littered throughout, or peppered throughout, some Stoneborn. Ooh. The bartender in question is a Aetherian. Um, hello. Hi. Greetings. Welcome to the coveted end. How may I help you? Uh, you can help me. Um, if this is, you know, let's see, let's see, let's see, uh, see what you have to drink and uh, maybe help me find someone if possible. Oh. Well, then, who is it that you seek? Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fellow Ethereum like yourself, named by the name of uh, Pone. Sounds familiar. What color are they? And then I will describe the color as... Bashan, the person, clearly oh, remembers. Um, yeah, so they would be they would a, be of like a purplish color. Bit of a purplish hue. Oh, 
That could be. Could be that one that came here whiles back. Kind of was in and out in a couple of days. Um, if if that is the person, they're no longer here. Did, did, did they happen to make, make any mention as to where they are? No. They, they seem to keep to themselves. They looked hmm. a little distraught. Oh. Uh, do you know, were they here alone? Or they were. Did they travel? No, in? they were by uh, themselves. Hmm. And then, didn't ever happen to notice they were associating with anybody at the bar? Or maybe one of the tables? You no, know, there was a, a Kiasi gentleman with them. Uh, with, with them. Uh, tall gentleman, probably about six foot. Uh, slick back hair, red eyes, the bluish hue of a type of skin. Does that description sound familiar to Darnum? It's Ankar. <laughs> yeah, yeah he describes like... Ankar for you, or it don't. It describes Ankar for you. I don't even know how to refer to the the the. The eighth period, yeah. There's no sex, so. And, and how long ago was this? Oh, this is going a while's back. Hmm. Sorry, I can't be any more assistance to you, but if it means anything, they didn't look like they were in some sort of uh, squabble with one another. They actually looked quite friendly, and there's almost a sad look on the blue one's face as he said goodbye or departed. Okay. Huh. You see, Darwin's kind of just kind of Absolutely, kind of fumble through his pocket, take out, take out like a couple of gold pieces, just kind of put them on the bar. Th thank you. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, would you like a drink? Sh sure. What have you got? What type of drink are you looking for? You, we've got ales, we've got spirits. Uh, we have a menu if you want to take a look. Sure. What's uh, what's 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 a strong spirit you got around strong here? Strong as beer. That'll be uh. One of our loggers, it's got about a 9.6 ABV. I'll take it. All right. He pours the drink. You can see he taps it and then slides it over to you. Probably one of the first time uh, Barkeep hasn't actually walked away to get you a drink. Hmm. Enjoy. Thank you. Uh, what, what is your name? My name is Patesh. Thank you, Patesh. You see, kind of Darn just kind of looks kind of looks disappointed, absent-minded. Just kind of just downs his drink. You finish your drink. What would you like to do, good sir? Just kind of just staring in the empty glass and just. Just thinking to himself and just. Then he's just looking at his hands with the wraps of the untapped potential and just deep breath and just says, and this says Iotis. 
Uh, give me a D100 roll. Uh oh. Seventy-three. Ooh. Is that good? I don't know. What, I don't know. What that, it is. No, no. Uh, trust me. The higher, for me, generally speaking, D one hundreds. Unless I tell you to choose high or low, high is generally good. Oh, okay. Um, that's why, like, when with the whole thing with like uh, Calgrim, not Calgrim. Sorry. Um, oh, brain fart. Um, King and Crimson with JB. When I said right. high or low, I was letting him choose. So. Gotcha. Um. Uh, but generally speaking, high is generally good for me. I'm not gonna random like, oh, you got a 73. Oh, it's uh, it's it's terrible because it fits within this block of bad. Oh uh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the wind tickles your ears, and then just right to your uh, to your left, you're woefully contemplative. Huh? And it's. Kind of just looks around. Uh, uh, uh. Sitting beside you is a woman. Um, the race you can't quite tell, but her features are uh, perfect, we'll say. And you just, her hair is, despite the fact there's no breeze, her hair is ever flowing. As well as the, her clothes as well. Take it, you're a Yotus? You would be correct in your assumption. What troubles you? Mm -hmm. I feel it's strange for me to ask this of you, but how, how, how much are you aware of what's been transpiring in, I guess, the land of the mortals? I'm aware of what happened, of what your compatriot did. Of what walks this, all well, these realms now, unabated, un, well, contested, really. So then I think you have an idea why I'm trying to find champions. Oh, yeah, I do. Desperate enough to find old ones, as opposed to necessarily maybe becoming one or forging your own path. Um, I don't know. It's the more I step in to try and find more more out, it's just I don't know how I don't know how I feel about any of this. To be honest, how is one supposed to feel faced with certain doom? Like, like you should do, like you should do something about it, even if it wasn't even if it wasn't my fault. It's, I feel like maybe it's, a, it's an imperative, if only for self-preservation, you should attempt to rectify this, rectify what's just happening, or do your best to guide those along the way. And Yes? Or am I asking too much? Once upon a time, we were asked to help all of us. Except for Aitreneach. Maybe he knew what would happen. Maybe he just didn't want to be bothered. We helped, and that problem became a massive problem. So we swore never to intervene ever again. Not directly, at least. 
Hence the reason why we created you champions. Your skin in the game, as the colloquial term would be, depending on where you go, we have none. Something gets destroyed, we'll just simply create again. But does that mean we want to see everything gone? No. So we'll hedge your bets, give you a fighting chance to preserve what you all have created. These nine realms were, well, well, when they were originally one realm, were just blank slates. It was life that took over and created all of this splendor. And you see she looks around the, uh, the tavern. We had nothing to do with that. That was all you're doing. Not you necessarily, but I think you understand what I'm trying to allude to. Yeah, I, 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 get, the, I get where you're going with this. But of the, of the champions that we have, we've seen how foolhardy that we can be. And of the ones I found that could help, one is one that served their time and they've, they've earned they've earned their prize. And the other one I haven't found at all, but apparently I'm carrying, I care, well, I just say raise my hands up, I have what's theirs. Mm, it's yours. Well, the brother of another champion gave it to me and I'm just finding that I'm finding out that he was that he was the last person that they sought that was seen with them, and no one seems to know how long ago that was. I can't tell you how long ago it was, but I can certainly show you the discussion that occurred between those two, and why that champion's brother had them. Hmm. Let's see. Would he? Oh. It's like he'll give he'll give it a, like he'll give it some thoughts. Like, I mean, it can't hurt to find out. It shouldn't. I hope it doesn't. And but yes, she flicks your forehead. Your eyes roll in the back of your head, and you start to convulse a little bit. Uh, what you see is uh, Ankar sitting beside. Um, uh, who you can assume is Pone. Pone is wearing the unwasted potential. Ankar and them are talking. Um, you can't quite read. Do you know how to read lips? Wait, do I? Wait, that's a good question. Do yeah, I, know? I don't know if we uh, ever established that or not. Let's see. Because I, I know there's a feat that lets you do that, but I don't okay. have it. Uh, you can't understand what he's saying, but they're talking, and Ankar... Well, you can read from Ankar because you've known him, you see that there's a, a, a look of duress. He's like almost like pleading with this individual to, you know, almost like don't do what they're going to do, right? And this individual, it's kind of hard to read an Aetherian's uh, facial expressions since they don't really have a face except for the eyes. Um, they, they take off what is the unwasted potential and hand it to Ankar. Ankar at first is reluctant slash unaccepting of this. And you see a very angered look on Ankar's face, which is odd because Ankar doesn't get angry, not easily at least. So whatever this could be, it might have been a big deal. 
and he slams his fist on the table. The other patrons at the bar are looking, and this individual is putting an arm onto uh, a hand onto Ankar's shoulder. And then there's a moment where Ankar actually looks saddened. Um, and you may or may not see, like, tears welling in his eyes. You don't see any tears escape, but they begin to well. His eyes do get a little, like, glassy. And then this being, this individual, uh, who you can assume may be Pwn, pushes the unwasted potential to him. Ankar takes a deep breath, accepts the uh, unwasted potential, begins to walk away, turns back, waves to his friend with a very melancholic look on his face and departs. And then you snap back to sitting at the bar next to Aotus. What? What did they, what did Tom wish for? Pone wished and it's it was there. I'm reluctant to tell you. Uh, Dean, uh, how much does... How, uh, 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 how much does... Darnum know about Aetherians? What about, are you asking about Aetherians in particular? Considering... How long ago it was, the lack of knowledge people have about them. He's getting the sneaking suspicion. He knows that he has a sneaking suspicion that they may, they may, may, they may be dead. Um, but knowing what, but knowing what Sean knows about the, about Aetherians, I don't know if Darnum. Knows. Uh, Darnum would know that Aetherians, as far as you, as far as anyone knows, there's no set life limit. Um. Aetherians, the only known way that Aetherians die is through this process called slagging, where if they're exposed to too much raw Aetherium, they enter this slagging state where they turn red, right? If you see a red Aetherian, um, they're done. Uh, and there's no stopping the process. Um, and is that how I, is that how I saw Pone in, in this image? No, Pone was, was very much a purple color. Oh, okay. It's very much purple. Um, and you know that the slagging process is... Once they're done, that that's how Ethereum technically can actually be created artificially. Um, not artificially, but it can be created, essentially, is by forcing the slagging process, which is a problem in Loria, because uh, that's why some Aetherians are hunted. And that's why the Kiasi fight very vehemently to actually protect the Aetherians. There's other reasons that uh, Darnum isn't aware of, but that's one of the reasons why the Kiasi fight to protect them, because they don't want the Aetherians to be, you know, essentially uh, enslaved and then tortured and then killed so that they could produce Aetherian, Aetherium through the slagging process. A lot of dark shit. <laughs> yeah, it's way darker than I thought it would be, but yes. I've I've known I've known I just wasn't I can't because I have today. I've known Ankar for 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 as long as for almost 
part almost half of my life. And there's only a handful of times I've seen any of those emotions, much less all of them, and never at the same time. Do you really wish to know what Pawn wished for? I do, but it's honestly not my place to know. Hmm. Then I can't answer you until you say yes. And then maybe you can understand why Ankar was so upset. If there's any, well, I feel, if there's anything of this, I've been at this for what, maybe six months or so since Ankar first asked me to join, to join that crew on that ship, and I've learned that dreams or the dreams I've had and the nightmares I've had are not only real, but they're they live, they walk, they talk, they can they can point point you out the face, they can try and they can try and eat you. I can see why I can see why some of some of them decided once once they were done being a champion then that would be it. And if you could forget about all those nightmares and genuinely not remember that they exist, would you? Part of me would, but honestly no. People walked away, and something was left unattended, and Calcum got out. I may not like it, but someone needs to, someone needs to hold it, needs to hold the line, hold the charge, be the one that can warn others that there is something here that needs that that needs to be dealt with. There is something to be concerned. And you are braver than some of those that walked this past path before you. I doubt that. I just, I won't. I'm just not gonna walk away from what needs to be done now. Even if it, even if it wasn't, my, even if it wasn't most part of my fault, it's, it's the same thing I told Ankar. I, I would, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have turned him down if he told me what it was. I'd have helped him all the same. I take it Ankar wasn't aware that you would be finding Calgrim in the garden. Ankar was only aware that the Keepers were there, as well as a Breaker. At most, he may have been aware of the scars. He just wasn't expecting you or your party to actually engage with them. He's not all-knowing. He's not my brother. And even his omnipotence is limited. You see Darm's kind of just attempt to like lean back in the chair, but it's a stool, so he can't lean really back that far <laughs> without falling over. So he'll just like quickly grab the bar and just uh, Aotis flicks um, her wrist and then like there's a gust that pushes you back to balance you back. Thank you. Just suppose maybe I, I guess I've just been going about this all wrong then, haven't I? You I spent months trying to find people who who were there before, who could know what to do next. And I was hoping they'd still be around to answer the call. And for the most part, aside from the people who were there when we started, it's just—it's been dead end after dead end. Should you have found Pwn, and you may still find Pwn, Pwn would not have a single idea of what you're talking about. And in turn, I'd just be thrusting on them what I, what I felt was thrust upon me then. No, not even. 
Cone would look at you, unaware of anything. For that was their wish. Everything. Imagine. Forgetting. Willingly. To forget all the bad and sacrificing all the good to do so. All the times of camaraderie with individuals that you never thought would be friends but are. Yeah. It's quite the sacrifice. Maybe more so than anything I could ever hope to achieve. Own gave it all up so that they could forget about Calgrim. Forget about the ruinous powers. Forget about the aspects of creation. And even forget ever meeting any of them. That was Pone's wish. Forgetting who they themselves were and given a new identity. So even if you were to find Pone and bring up their name, they wouldn't recognize it. Uh, so then, what do I? Well, I know what I can do. What I should do now. It's just a matter of just. Suppose I gotta find a way to do it. And what is that? I can't go. I can't find the old. So we need new ones. We need new champions. We need people who are willing to stand up and say, "Yes, I'll do this." And fight for the cause. Do what oh, I hope needs to be done and understand that there's a lot more to, there's a lot more than just losing your life on in this particular endeavor. I mean I certainly am just I felt it would be I thought it'd be a bit easier because I'd be asking people who have done this before. And should those that are willing to help you, I'm pretty sure you found one, they could help you transition. Uh, I mean, it, it's part of it's selfish, but I didn't, I didn't kind of, I didn't want to be a champion. I mean, I've seen, I've seen the kind of champions that, uh, your siblings have chosen, and it's varying, it's varying degrees of success. Yes, that, that is very true. Uh, not every champion remains as such, and some do fall. But those that do succeed, succeed swimmingly. You don't have to become a champion. Nothing or anyone is forcing you. It's a choice that you make yourself. It's, it's mutual consent. Stand, but there comes a point where just because I prefer not to for a selfish reason doesn't mean I shouldn't do it because it's our best chance or it's the right thing to do. If you're asking someone to stand up and be counted, then you should be willing to do so yourself. So, what is it that you're willing to stand up and be counted for, Darnum? It's to Stand and say that no matter no matter how I felt about how this how I got here is that I'm going to just to be 
hero isn't a word I want to use. Because if I was a hero, this wouldn't have happened in the first place. It wasn't your fault. And it doesn't negate what happened. No, it doesn't. But you shouldn't be so willing to place blame unnecessarily on yourself. You know who was responsible. And while it wasn't you, you seem very accepting of that individual's blame over yourself. It's 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 the it's the it's the fight in me. It's just if someone's on your team, if someone's there by your side, it's your your victories are their victories and their victories are yours, as such as the failures as well. Should we fail, should we stumble, we fall, we lose, and it's it's not just one of us, it's all of us. It sounds like you've accepted what you want, what you are so reluctant to take. I have. It's it's what it's a, it's a th it's a thing this here tells me as well. I'm, I already know what I gotta do. Oh, I want to. I have to do. Even what I want to do. It's just the only person standing in my way is me trying to talk myself out of it. Well, then how about you stop talking yourself out of it if you've already accepted it as what must be done? Don will grab his glass and attempt to drink again, but he already finished mm -hmm. his drink before. Damn it. Go. Oh, hold on. Let me fix that for you. And she taps it, and it fills up as though it was, like, being poured from the bottom up with, like, the perfect head. Hmm. I'd say you're an aspect of refreshments, but I feel like that's a gross oversimplification. Indeed, it would be. And you see she smiles at you. And he'll just raise a glass to Aotis and just down the drink again. Now, I'm not going to lose my nerve, so... It's time I uh, it's time I start making good. How do you suppose you'll do that? As a champion all my own. You can't be a champion unless an aspect bequeaths it unto thee. Hmm. Did you happen to know any aspects that are looking for what wait wait? They're looking for a seven foot four stoneborn who might be who has a penchant for uh Stitches and bandages? And you see she touches unwasted potential, your hands, essentially. Um, and you see there's a current of electricity that flows through her arms, uh, her arm, and into unwasted potential. Um, I will explain what that does off the air. But um, you're essentially getting an upgrade, by the way. Woohoo! I suppose I know one. And you see her eyes begin to ignite with what looks like uh, cyan electricity scorching off to the side and then she just disappears as soon as she appears uh, you can safely assume that you have been given the title of champion of Aotus 